Greetings to everyone out there in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Once again, we want to welcome you to this live broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips Kintola. Uh, pardon me, we're starting a bit uh, late this morning, but uh, uh, anyhow, I'm here. We want to believe the Lord once again to grant us grace and uh, mobility as we press further into the heart of the Lord for this brand new day. This is the day of the lord and the spirit of god is revealing the counsels amen that is required of us to be able to advance and walk amen in the light of this glorious day so as we begin this morning i want us to pray father we honor you this morning we bless your name we thank you for granting us grace and goodness your love mercy thank you father for waking us up this day thank you for bringing us to this point to this place where you we you are speaking to us in such a way that is in in building us and empowering us to even become more efficient and effective oh god in our journey in life we thank you lord this morning that as we once again hear your voice and allow your spirit to lead us deeper into what your spirit is proclaiming and declaring for this brand new day father that there will be an inroad father that there will be a clarity of intention once again that will have a better understanding of how to transverse the earth how to walk how to move how to live life oh god successfully for that is what we desire oh god our desire is to please you we want to please you in everything in every way oh god and therefore we thank you this morning that as you lead and guide us through your spirit oh god that we will be patient to listen that we will incline our ears oh god yes to your instruction that our heart oh god will be open to receive we pray in the name of jesus that lord we will not be distracted yes by all that is happening around us that we will understand the times and the season that we will walk oh god in the fullness of that which your spirit is requiring and demanding of us we pray in jesus name this morning oh god that our frequency oh god yes will be fine-tuned we will hear we will, we will know we will understand we will respond accordingly we bless your name this morning thank you holy spirit for you will lead us you are the you are the one yes designed to lead us into all truth we we love you we appreciate oh god your your ministry in our life holy spirit take your place you are the spirit of god you are god you are the third person of the trinity we wait on you we acknowledge your, your power your presence your authority you are the one who reveals christ for you are the spirit of christ you are the spirit of the father we wait on you this morning as we engage we pray that we will walk in light lord that we will continue to increase in light and not diminish oh god but we will increase in light we bless your name we glorify your name we magnify you. Thank you for the lives of everyone this morning that will be joining us or that are already going to walk. I pray for them this morning. Grant them grace, wisdom, knowledge, understanding. May your life, O oh God, continue to empower them. May your light, O oh God, continue to guide them, lead them. May they walk in the path, O oh God, of righteousness. May you be exalted in their life. In their home, Father, I pray that your presence will continue to manifest Yes, Lord, your authority will continue to govern, yes, their space. In the name of Jesus, I thank you this morning, Lord, that our listeners, our audience, O oh God, will walk in the power of your spirit. Your name, O oh God, will become known, yes, among them, in their life, O oh God, through their life. I thank you. 
I bless your holy name this morning for this glorious season, oh God. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for the things that you're bringing to our remembrance regarding, oh God, our position in these days of the end. We bless your name. We are excited about this day. Yet, oh God, our heart journey with caution, oh God. We caution ourselves, oh God. We live within, oh God, that state, oh God, where we, 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 we are not engaging in assumption. But we wait and we listen. We follow, oh God. We track your heart, oh God, with, 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 with the spirit of humility. We humble ourselves before you this morning. And we thank you. We bless your name for your peace. For your peace and your righteousness. For your kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy in your spirit. We thank you that as we embrace this reality, oh God, that we will walk, oh God, in the power of your peace this morning. We pray, oh God, for peace in our nation, in our land. We pray for peace, oh God, within our government. We pray, grant them wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. We pray for our leaders. We pray for them, oh God. We ask, oh God, that your power will flow, yes, and bring them into the place of divine compliance. We thank you once again for what you are doing in your church, the ecclesia. We're rising up, oh God, and we're proclaiming this brand new day in the spirit, oh God, of power, but yet humble, oh God. We thank you, Lord. That pride will have nothing to do, yes, with our life, with our state. We bless your name. We glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much, uh, Stadioni, Brother Derek, for connecting. Starting a bit late this morning, yes, uh, uh, so many things, you know, can happen in, 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 in my morning uh, 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 hours. It's my morning hour is the most, is the most uh, awakened time for me. So, so many things happen. That was the time the Lord speaks to me the most, and then you, you're writing and so many things. But I thank God that I'm here this morning, here because we have to, amen, take our place and position and pray and proclaim, amen, the, the, the counsels of God and the will of God upon the nations, upon the land, upon our homes, upon our family, all right, we're here so that, you know, the, the voice of God once again can go out there, amen, and begin to cause things to walk in the, in the power and the directions, amen, of God's divine order. That's our, that's my position. Of course, that's our position. So we, we want to thank God that we are standing in the gap, amen, for those who have gone to work and those who will be connecting from their workplace, wherever they are this morning. It's my prayer that the spirit of God will continue to lead them and guide them that they will excuse me, that they will, you know, you know, tune, the, tune, tune their spirit and tune their heart, amen, to the frequency of what the Lord is doing. All right, uh, what I'm going to do, I'm just going to share, you know, a, a scripture that the Lord, amen, has dropped in my heart as part of, you know, laying, you know, uh, uh, more stones on the emphasis of amen, uh, avoiding, you know, the, the, the negligence, amen, of stepping into this new day. We have been speaking about what the Lord, amen, is demanding, amen, from us as we enter into, amen, the, 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 the confluence of his, of his requirement and his demand for our life. We're coming to the place of divine gathering. We're coming to the place where the Lord, amen, is, is bringing certain things to, 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 to remembrance. And as we understand those things, it will allow us to function, to, amen, together and walk together and bring forth the counsel of God. Our desire in this brand new day is to bring forth, is to carry and to birth the intentions of God to our generation. We, we are dealing with generational issues. We are dealing with generational issues. I'm not going to go into all of that because the Lord has been speaking to me along, amen, the spirit of the age, amen, and how we can rise up and begin to, you know, function in the 
power, amen, of the new day. We want to walk in the in the newness, amen, of what the Lord is demanding from us. Therefore, everything, amen, that that has that has uh, been part of, you know, our past life, our lineage. You know, when I say past life, I'm talking about us moving, you know, moving from one order of life, amen, to you know, to the next. Whatever it is, <clears throat> excuse me, that have that have defined who we who we are in the past that seeks to turn up in this new day amen we want to put an end to that we want to step into newness we want to step into new day we want to step into a new position where what defines our life will be in accordance to what the spirit of the lord amen has ordained for us in this season in time all right every generation requires amen that they walk in in the in the prophetic program of god we want to understand what is the lord amen saying and doing amen how would the lord have us to present and represent him in this brown new day so those are the things that amen we want to look into and whatever is going to hinder us try to stop us amen from functioning within the atmosphere within the environment of that which heaven has designed for us amen must be addressed must be dealt with amen we cannot have what is called a carryover we don't want to we don't want to have a carryover so we have to amen understand where we are what is required what is the spirit of god demanding that's why sometimes it, it takes a while all right for you know for god to bring people into certain certain you know certain position of you know uh 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 let me put it this way, you know, it's counsel. Or I don't want to limit it to just blessing because, you know, unless let, let's we have the idea that, well, I've got to do all I need to do so that God can bless me. Amen. There's a place beyond blessing. There's a place beyond blessing. And to me, that that is what I think we also need to look into and emphasize. So one of the things that we are dealing with, amen, is how to overcome the spirit of the age. Is how to, amen, live our life within the context of the demand of God, within the context of, if you will, the new garment. Amen. As we've said in time past, when we enter into a new day, into a new season, there is a required garment. There's a required, you know, uh, uh, you know, if you will, you know, uh, coat we've got to wear. Right? Uh, one was found without the right garment, and the scripture said he was bundled out. He was he was rejected. All right, he was he, that person was discommunicated and and refused. Amen. To participate. And that to which, amen, everyone was invited into. We've been invited, hallelujah, to be part of this day, to be part of this season, all right? And therefore, we have to understand the demand, the requirement, how to approach, how to connect our heart, and how to present ourselves and represent the intentions of God. We have to understand that. So whatever it is in our life that will not allow us to function and to carry out the intentions of God, we have to address it. We cannot afford to live our life, amen, in, in the condition of assumption. We cannot afford to make the same mistake of the past, all right? Like, I, I'm going to be speaking some things that the Lord, you know, drop in my heart, but I, I don't think uh, uh, yeah, this moment will be the best time to begin to share that because if i begin to talk about that now we might not just you know leave but let's let's take our heart let's take our, our mind back to amen the concept of dealing with amen uh, uh, the issues of you know uh, uh, negligence we want to deal with the issues of negligence all right we saw something powerful amen in the life of noah all right noah has become a pattern for us the bible says as it were as it as it was in the days of noah amen so shall 
will it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man? So we're tracking some very powerful spiritual principles that allow us to know, amen, how to how to transverse, how to walk, amen, in the in the reality of this age that we have been brought into. So there is something that 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 the that the Lord, amen, is tracking that the Lord saw that defines the days of Noah. And when we talk about the days of Noah, it's easy for us to just look at, you know, the nature of the environment of the days of Noah, amen, and of course, you know, the, the lifestyle and the ability that and the, in the grace or capacity that God gave to Noah, amen, to, to, to transcend him out of that bondage, amen, into a new day. That's very important, but beyond that, we also need to understand, this is some powerful principle the Lord was sharing with me this morning, all right, that the days of Noah is, is, is a journey, you know, things, a new life began in Noah, a new life began, a new generation began in Noah, all right, to until Abraham, if I'm not mistaken, yes, you, you will notice that, you know, as the redemptive program of God began to advance, amen, from generation to generation, God raises a people to kickstart, amen, his, his, his redemptive program, Abraham was, amen, a pattern, in fact, the Lord first of all began to speak to Abraham's father and I guess Abraham's father did not understand could not connect with what God was saying so the Lord turned to the son and, and, and you know and, and because God began to speak to Terah and then from Terah God began to amen raise Abraham amen as a voice of a new generation the Bible called him the father of faith so he want to understand how to live by faith how to engage the, the, the environment of the days we live in amen we have to go back and trace Abraham but we are not in Abraham yet we're still talking about Noah because Noah amen is laying a foundation for us amen regarding how to live our life remember that what we're dealing with is connecting we're trying to track amen the spirits amen that that operated in the life of this man we want to track amen the environment that they live in we want to understand amen how they live their life how they're able to connect with god amidst amen the the challenges and the and the situations that they face in their time we want to know how they how they how they took amen the things of god to the next reality and we also want to know how they how they fail, how they made mistake. Like I'll say, we, we are not we are not condemning them when we track amen their mistakes. No, we we want to look at those mistakes to correct ourselves. Amen. We don't want to fall into the same mistake like the scripture we've been reading in, in First Corinthians in our chapter chapter two. He said this thing happened to them. Maybe I should go to that scripture in First Corinthians chapter two quickly. Thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your name, Lord. We glorify your name. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, let me, maybe I should take it from, you know, uh, uh, verse... Am I, am I the wrong? I'm, I think I'm in the wrong scripture. I think I'm supposed to be dealing with 1 Corinthians 10. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I'm supposed to be dealing with 1 Corinthians 10. I was opening to 1 Corinthians 2. So many principles the Lord is bringing out in the book of Corinthians. I mean, there are things that Paul has touched that is opening our eyes to dimensions, amen, unlocking the realities of God. But let's quickly go to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Verse 1 says, Paul says, I do not want you to be ignorant of the fact. So ignorance is a major thing that we've got to deal with. 
All right. Paul said, I don't want you to be ignorant of the fact, brothers and sisters, that our ancestors. Let me not even begin to go into this concept of ancestors because I, I, I mean, I woke up this morning and the Lord began to speak to me about the spirit of the age and began to speak to me about, you know, you know, uh, 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 understanding the, the ancestral lineage and how to break away from certain realities, amen, that are still manifested. Because you see, uh, the, one of the first things the Lord said to me this morning was, your age does, did not begin in the day you were born. Your age began in Adam. Your age began in Adam. And I began to like, God, what are you saying? He said, okay, you want to talk about the spirit of the age. And you, you limit, amen, what, what you represent or what your life is, amen, to the day you were born. No, he said, no, you've got to go back, amen, in Adam. There is a connection, hallelujah, that, that, that has been, you know, that has been flowing. That there's a spirit that has been flowing from Adam. The Bible says that same spirit is still working in the sons of disobedience. Okay, that's just one spirit, sons of disobedience. But there are many channels, there are many realities, there are many things, amen, that have been, that have been journeying, transversing from the days of Adam, amen, that have become, you know, identical or or traits amen to how we live life amen if you look at your life today if you begin to you know study you know about your family or certain you know people who have who have you know gone ahead of you you will find certain characters and traits all right now when the bible says if any man be in christ is a new creation you have to contextualize that amen you know uh, 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 you know statement to amen your your, your past your genealogy amen that that which defines and represents your family tree and all of that and i'm not just talking about all right you know us being chased by one little demon here i'm talking about amen the things that defines our identity i'm talking about the the the, uh, the things that defines who we are our personality you see when we talk about character image identity all of those things amen are not just something that happened the day you were born something there's a spirit that has been that has been journeyed that is that is a character hallelujah that that spirit carries and the lord said to me amen, we live in a day where you know certain spirit are once again being given body to operate in the earth today we're dealing with the spirit of jezebel we're dealing with Ahab. i mean these are not people that are alive in our day we're dealing with a spirit that spirit is alive and when amen, that spirit finds a people in the earth okay that are reflecting the values the nature and the character the belief system of of Ahab or jezebel or pharaoh amen guess what that spirit immediately begins to amen, align to that it's like you your life becomes an open door an open portal for that spirit to operate in the earth we live in a day where judas is being awakened again yes certain people will be found among us amen who will present themselves through the spirit amen of of, of you know of, of 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 poverty and through the spirit amen of you know of mammon through the spirit of materialism through the spirit of pride they will open themselves amen to that same spirit that found amen, expression in judas that's what I'm saying that we we will need to trace we will need to track we will need to understand if you you see you, you cannot talk about the days of Noah if you can go back to the days of Noah and begin to understand what happened how did certain things happen amen the bible says you know before the days in fact during the days of Noah the bible says amen the sons of the sons of God amen saw the sons of men the daughters of men that they were fair and they went into them and they gave birth to giants so that 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 same spirit amen is at work in our day why because amen spirit journey amen through people through lineage and whenever a spirit finds amen a people on earth that 
characterize amen that that that's you know nature for them to do what they need to do all right that's why the bible says we must be careful that we don't allow certain things to be found in us because allowing certain characters to be found in us amen is basically inviting certain spirits all right? You may start with a bad attitude, but that bad attitude can be a doorway, amen, a leeway for a spirit, amen, particularly pride. Once pride, and I want to deal with pride this morning, I'm going to deal with that. Once pride or whatever it is or disobedience find expression in us, it, it, it opens the door, amen, for certain spirits to come into our space, amen, and to take the persona, amen, of, you know, that first man, that person, amen, if you talk about pride, you talk about Nimrod, amen, yes, you talk about, of course, Lucifer, then you talk about Nimrod, amen, he said, we will, we will build, we will, let's build, let's come together and build a tower to God, that expression is a spirit of pride, pride is lofty, pride is lofty, so if, if you want to see, amen, the manifestation of, of Nimrod in our day, begin to walk in pride. <laughs> that spirit of Nimrod will come, amen, and will find their place. And you will do powerful things. You will build great things. But God will come down and judge it. So while we at what the Lord gave me a word, let me let me let me let me let me, let me I, 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 like I said, I didn't want to touch this this morning because you see, I'm just touching them on piece and pieces. I want to I'm still putting the notes together. The Lord said to me this morning, it says, coming into the fullness of Christ is conquering the spirit of the age. That's just one of the statements the Lord dropped in my spirit this morning. Coming into the fullness of Christ is conquering the spirit of the age. Now, what is the spirit of the age? The spirit of the age, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, amen, is the culmination. It says, say, upon whom the culmination of the ages has come upon. Amen. The culmination of the ages. In other words, there are certain things, amen, that must come to create crescendo in certain ages. All right. The Bible says the cup of the of, of the iniquity of the Assyrians have not full. It's not fully yet. So they allow that thing to get to a certain level. Amen. Before they judge Pharaoh, before they judge Egypt, they allow that thing to get to certain, you know, the fullness. Then the judgment of God comes. So we are in the day where we are seeing again, amen, the fullness, the coming to maturity, maturation, maturity or harvest amen it's not just about the things of god we're also coming into the harvest of certain spirit and powers hallelujah so that they can be judged have you noticed that in the day of the harvest of the lord amen there will also be amen and harvest of the things of of the powers of darkness that will be judged so we, we've got to understand all of these dimensions the spirit of god amen is 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 saying to us what i'm saying is we need to be aware of how we need to live life in this season we need to be aware amen of the rest of the spiritual responsibility placed upon our shoulder we need to be aware amen of what you know is required of us how we how we how we ought to live life in this season in time we cannot look at the world amen and and and, and define how we how we must live life how we must act or react no we have to look into the word of god the word of god is our mirror the word of god allow us to understand history amen and deal with the issues amen of history the word of god is our is our reference and as we understand amen of course through the spirit of one amen who can go into the word of god you see like the, some of the things i'm sharing right now 
The Lord spoke to me this morning as I woke up. Amen. The Lord began to speak to me about these things. You know, so if the Lord, if, if they're not inviting us into this thing, you can be reading scripture and it's just scripture. And that's why the Bible says the letter kills. But when the Spirit of God begins to shine light upon the truth hidden behind the letter, and they begin to take us behind the curtain and begin to show us what those things meant. Amen. That, amen, we do not walk in ignorance. When they begin to show us what ignorance means, amen, then we begin to appreciate how to live our life daily amen in the consciousness of the spirit of truth so that we are not amen captured he said let him who think he stand let him who assume amen is standing take heed lest he falls so assumption can bring us to the place of destruction he said, i do not want you to be ignorant of the fact that our, our brothers and our sisters that our ancestors were all under the cloud and the last time I was speaking about being under the cloud, we're on, all under the cloud that, and they, that they all pass through the sea. They all pass through the sea. Let me not even begin to talk about passing through the sea now. The Bible talks about two spirits coming out of the sea, coming out of the waters. All right, in the book of Revelation. Now let's go further. The Bible says they were all baptized into Moses. They were baptized. They were culture. They were. They were. They were. They were. They were. They were. They were governed. Amen. In an atmosphere called Moses. Moses was a generation that brought deliverance. Amen. To the people of God that brought them out of bondage. Amen. But something happened. Like I said. Amen. Regarding Noah. You see. That's why I say, I say we've got it's important that we track that we understand the nature and the character of these icons. These are. These are people who journey with God, but something happened in their life, amen, within, within the dysfunctionality, amen, of their sight, within, you know, we, you see, something happened to them, something happened to them that made Moses, amen, not to bring the people into the promised land. It's not an issue of age. He entered ministry at the age of 80. When God is dealing with us, amen, God doesn't look at age. Age is you know, and it's not an issue to God, amen. But something happened at the, at the peak of this man's ministry. In the season where he was supposed to enter and, you know, bring them into the next dimension, something happened. All right, that 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 Adamic nature, that fallen nature. Some I've heard people say all kinds of things. That, well, well, maybe it was God, it wasn't God's plan. All right, for Moses to bring them in agree but was it god's plan amen for moses to get to the point where god amen uh, actually said sorry moses i'm not going to because you disobeyed me i'm not going to allow you to even you know see the promised land the best i can do is to position you on this hill and i can show you the borderline of the promised land but you are not going to enter as moses begged god and and said lord but god said sorry this issue is over no, no, I want to understand that. I want to understand what, what happened to Moses. Because if you don't understand that, it means you don't understand redemption. It means you don't understand what God is looking for. What God wants to inherit. That thing, it's not the things that perfected Moses I'm looking for. I'm looking at the things that judge Moses. Because it's from there that we learn. The things that judge Noah are the things we must learn. The things that judge hallelujah, Adam in the garden. Those are the things we must learn. Among these men that journeyed in our day, only one, Enoch. Only one. So if you're tracking and tracing, amen, you'll be, you'll be connecting to the spirit of Enoch. Enoch must be the measure. Must be the measuring, must be the measuring line. 
must be the, the measuring line that defines our journey in this brand new day because he's the only one among them, among the bunch. Enoch was the only one, hallelujah. Not even Methuselah. He lived, he lived, he, he lived years on earth. He gave birth to sons and daughters. So it's not the length of time that we live. No, it is how we journey. The Bible says, by faith we understood, amen, that Enoch walked with God, amen, and he was not. We understood he was a righteous man. He walked with God until his footprint could no longer be traced on earth. Earth could no longer contain Enoch. What a man. What a man. This guy stepped out of mortality into immortality. He's Enoch. So Enoch becomes a pattern of Christ that we're looking at. Because in Enoch, we see something that living on earth, hallelujah, amen, can, 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 let me, let me rephrase what I want to say. Enoch shows us that we can live on earth and we can live, hallelujah, be, be, be beyond and above, amen, the gravitations of the earth. We can live on earth, amen, def defying, amen, the laws of gravity. The, the Bible says Enoch walked with God and one day they couldn't find him again. This guy just evaporates. This guy just melts into the into the thin air. You say, is this possible? Well, if it's possible in his day, it's possible in our day. Because the spirit that was at work in Enoch is still at work in us. Amen. Whenever God called a people to journey with him to carry out a purpose, amen, in his prophetic program, amen, the best is what God expects of them. God's plan for us, they are good plans. God doesn't desire to use a man and discard him just because the man failed. No, no, no. It, it's not part of the prophetic program of God that, well, well, I will use you 30-fold and I will leave you. No. God wants a people that he has called to perfect so we have to do a lot of learning. We have to do a lot of learning. Not just sitting and, you know, no. We have to know what, what killed men, what crippled men at their prime age. What killed, you know, uh, Eli, you know, what stopped, you know, we have, those are the things we have to learn. Don't tell me, well, 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 I've learned it, but no, no, no. You have to learn it until those things become part and parcel, amen, of the character that informs how you live life. That's why, amen, we live in a day of, in a day of grace, all right? They did not live in the day of grace, but they had, amen, the presence of God. The Lord was speaking to them. So the issue is not the fact that, oh, well, we live in grace. They lived in law. Remember that these people we're talking about, they live before the law. They live, be, they live life before the law, amen. The law began in Moses. And that is because, amen, God wanted to correct a lifestyle, you know, an ungodly belief system that has governed his people, amen, for donkeys of years, for 430 years in the land of bondage. God had to give them a law to teach them how to live again. But we're dealing with a people who lived life before the law. What was, what was the order of life before the law? It's grace. When the presence of God, amen, manifests in our life, grace is administered. So there is a life beyond the law. The law of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. Sin was walking, amen, out, outside the garden. Still was still walking outside the garden. But men like, you know, conquered sin. They conquered sin and death 
The Bible says Enoch did not taste death. He did not taste death. He did not die. His body did not decay. Hallelujah. This guy, hallelujah, was, was enraptured. This guy was caught up. Hallelujah. He was caught up. You say, what's happening? The Bible says, amen, all of the things that happened in the past, amen, are, are also happening in our day. As it happened in the days of Noah, amen, the, the day of Noah is a generation. So are you, you say, uh, is that what I, I'm saying? That we can also begin to believe God to walk in such a faith that will connect us to the spirit of Enoch. Because all of these people are dimensions of Christ. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, there's a dimension of Christ that we've got to learn in Enoch. There is a dimension, amen, of Christ that we have to learn, amen, in, 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 in Noah. There's a dimension of Christ we have to learn in Enos. You know the guy called Enos? Not Enoch, Enos. The Bible says in the days of Enos, men began to call upon the name of the Lord. That is the beginning of my, of my school of prayer. I learned to pray, amen, through the name of a man called Enos in the scripture. He's hidden. If you don't find him, if you don't search for him properly, you won't find him. He's there. He's the father of prayer. He's Enos. His name is Enos. Is the is he, he is is the is the one who established amen the, 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 I mean this is a time that is not far from the fall of, of man from the garden. Enos made up his mind he was gonna call upon the name of the Lord. And the day where men are calling all kinds of things. So what am I saying? I said for us to be able to come into amen into this uh, uh, um environment that is called the days of the end because we are dealing with a spirit the spirit of the age the spirit of the age is not a new spirit the spirit of the age amen is an ancient spirit that are being given that have been given clothes to wear <laughs> the spirit of the age amen is an ancient spirit that are being given a body to operate amen the spirit of the age amen is an ancient spirit that are being given a eyes to see a voice to speak an ear to hear a body to walk just like amen jesus amen is the ancients of days you know i was thinking about this i was and i was just having a laugh with myself you know many people have a wrong picture of who jesus is many people's definition of jesus amen is is the image that was that was drawn by uh, uh, uh what's that you know what's that guy now that was a good artist you know <laughs> many of us have the image uh, uh what's his name now the name just struck my you know i just went off my mind now one of these great artists back in the century he, he drew many of the pictures you know, in in the basilica in you know in the catholic you know uh, uh, churches all of these nice big buildings and you know he, he drew most of those pictures many people have the when you say jesus that's the image that comes to mind a young guy you know I say, Jesus, you, you have the image of this young guy, you know, the image that, you know, Hollywood has painted for us. All right. The, the image all right, and, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the expression of certain books, all right, certain human knowledge have defined to us who Jesus is. Just think about this. If you really come to the revelation of Jesus, how do you, how do you describe him? How do you, if Jesus is older than Enoch, if Jesus is older than Noah, <laughs> they almost killed him, the Pharisee, <laughs> almost killed him. They said, before your, before Abraham, I was, they say you, we will kill you. He said, before Moses, I was, they say you, you, we know when you, we know the day you were born, we know where you were born, you, you are not even, 
<laughs> he was speaking from a different dimension. They were, they were also interacting to him with from a different dimension. Imagine, he's called the ancients of days. How do you describe? How do you describe? How do you begin to paint the picture of a man whom we have very little understanding of his face? Just think about it. If you have to follow the description of who, who Jesus is based on the book of Revelation, I, I don't know that artist that can give us that picture. I'm just trying to connect your spirit to something. I want, you see, we, we, we have to, we have to disabuse our life, our, our mentality from certain wrong images and ideas. Many of us are running with false ideas, false images. No wonder we can't come into the full reality. The, and the Bible says we have to come to the full stature. We must come to the full stature of Christ. To come into the full stature of Christ is to conquer every wrong amen, representation, every false you know, order, every false image, every false mindset we have of Christ. You can't come into a the fullness of something you don't know. You don't, you, 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 you have, you don't have his true authentic you know, uh, 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 expression or, or definition or even image in your life. How do you do that? How do you, how do you say you're coming into fullness but you don't even understand the image, the framework, the, understand, the foundation of, of this thing you're talking about? Are you seeing? Jesus Christ. Older than Methuselah, older than you know, Enoch, older than Enos, older than all this, uh, Abraham, all of the. I mean, how do you begin to, you see, what I'm saying is, when you begin to, you know, deal with this thing, it changes how you interact. How you interact with, with him. It changes our sense of interaction with the things of the spirit. It changes how we pray. It changes how we connect to the things of God. We are entering into, amen, the, 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 the dimension of what is called, amen, the manifestation of the spirit of the age is already there. You find people who just gave their life to Christ a few, few days ago. Now I want to tell you now, you don't, you don't know what, he's talking, what you're talking about. You, you're operating in the spirit of the age. I look at this person and say, oh, you, you're blind. Blindness. Partial blindness and, and full-grown, well-bloomed blindness has happened to a lot of people. Especially people who are on, you know, social media. Social media has given everybody a platform to say, you know, to just begin to say things. And you look and say, what's going on? We've got to know how to manage all of this. The assumption, the presumption, the ignorance, amen. The, 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 the darkness that is upon the sons of men, particularly upon the sons of the church. We have to learn to manage all of these things so that we don't find ourselves, amen, in the place where we are battling things we shouldn't even be concerning ourselves with. It's part of the strategy of the enemy. It's part of the strategy of the enemy to distract us from the main thing, amen, and cause us to be chasing, you know, uh, 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 you know, uh, some bones somewhere. No, we have to stop and say, hey, 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 wait a minute. What are we dealing with? You see. In this, in this hub, in this community, on this platform, we want to deal with the real thing. A people must emerge in the earth, hallelujah, who understand the urgency of the day, who understand the, the mind of God, the speakings of God in the earth, amen, that we are not distracted by little demons. 
Amen. That we are going for the real thing. We are engaging, amen. And the reason why we are engaging what we are dealing with, amen, is because we want to come into the fullness of Christ. Lest somebody thinks now, all right, we are just going for, you know, uh, ancestors. I'm not dealing with ancestral thing. No, no. I'm, I'm connecting to something in the past that speaks, that is relevant to the now, so we can press on into the future called Christ. All right? That's what we're dealing with. Your life... Amen. Your life did not begin from your father. <laughs> your life did not begin, amen, from your grandfather. Your life did not begin from your great-grandfather. They were all potters of the carrying of the seed of God's prophetic intention for your life. Until, amen, time, until a time gave them occasion, amen, to bring you forth. And when they bring you forth into time, it's for, it's for you to step into God's original prophetic intention for your life. This is the duty, amen, of well-sighted parents. That they understand that the reason why heaven has, I mean, Moses was brought out of the water. <laughs> And the Lord began to speak to me. That is a generation that he came out. He came out out of a generation. Waters represent a generation. And the plunge is life into the palace of Pharaoh. To deal with amen, the spirit that defines his day. You see, there is nothing that happens in and around our life. That is not part of the divine program of God. No matter how those things pans out, no matter how you look at them, once we begin to understand life from this point, you understand that even the mistakes of your father, of your parents, amen, amen, we're all, you know, I, I don't want to say we're all programmed. No, they were not programmed. But God has taught them through. <laughs> it is the Lord that places each one in the place he has ordained and designed. He's the one that gives us skin. And the color of skin. Based on his prophetic program for our life. Nobody chooses. Amen. Where amen, they, they should be born. <laughs> what color of skin they must wear. <laughs> where amen, they, they will live. No. No. All of that were part of you know, an order of a life that you inherited. And as you grow and come of age. Amen. Come of age means that you come into a light of redemption. There's something I said in the note that I'm writing this morning. All right. Whatever might have defined, amen, and 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 administrate, you know, your life to the point that you got to a, you know, a, a place of being born to the earth and all kinds of things happen to you, call them accident or incident, whatever. Amen. All of that as part of you know the, the the program of god informing your life but when you grow and get to the day where you come into the awareness of christ that is the place where you begin to live a life that is ordained you know for you because listen friends listen friends many of us many of us amen where where our seed were carried by people who really never understood God's prophetic program. Imagine if your great grandfather understood, amen, you know, God's prophetic program for their life, and 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 your and your grandfather understood that, and your father understood that, amen, and they gave back to you. My good God, you will accelerate. Why? Because the generation that carried you understand they were they were tracking, they were tracing, amen, the plan and the program of God for their life, amen, which of course you are part as a seed when you when you are born when you come to the earth no wonder jesus amen lived 33 years he was done 
are you seeing what I'm trying to say? Because everything that defines the seed of Christ were all divinely arranged. Were all divinely arranged, amen, to bring forth. The, the, Mary was part of that program. Joseph was part of that program, amen, to... to out of all the people in town, they looked, they said, this one, this two, Mary, there's something they saw about Joseph and Mary. They said, you, you are the guys that will carry the path. Young people just enjoying themselves. Okay, we're going to get married. No, no. Destiny collided on them. And they had to give birth to Emmanuel. Think about that. So we have to understand there are no mistakes in your life. You are not, you are not a product of mistake. Yes, you might have inherited all kinds of mistakes, all kinds of things. But the day you come into redemption, that's where the redemption is. The point is the place where we begin life. You begin to live life in accordance to God's divine program for your life. At the foot of redemption, redemption is the place where amen, things are corrected. Things are changed. Redemption. You see, a lot of people go to church and say, I give my life to Jesus. You don't understand what it means to give your life to Jesus. To give your life to Jesus is something that is connected, hallelujah, to a genealogy. It's something that goes to a genealogy and correct things. So that you now begin to live life from the eternal program of God. That when you begin to speak, you're no longer speaking from, amen, the mistakes of your past. You're no longer a reflection, hallelujah, of, of the mishaps. No, now you have, you have, you have, you've been, you have been translated from death. From the law of death to the law of life in Christ Jesus. It's from, you see, that's why the day you give your life to Jesus, the responsibility to define your life and to relocate your destiny is in your hand. No longer in the hand of your father. It's no longer in the hand of your mother. No. It's no longer in the hand of any man. No, no, no. The day you give your life to Jesus is the day you need to begin to track, amen, your purpose on earth. And once you understand that, you kickstart, amen, you relay, amen, a foundation for a new generation so that your children, amen, are no longer connected, amen, to, to the failure of the past. They, they, their life kickstart from a new position of light and life that you have in Christ Jesus. If any man be in Christ, if any man be in Christ, is a new creation. So while there may be things that your ancestors and your forefathers have done, amen, traits of pride and wickedness and you know you know and that hunting spirit and whatever it is when it comes to you they can't trace it so what happened here we've been tracing this thing we've been what no no you are a different person <laughs> something changed your genealogy hallelujah has been has been altered by the dna of heaven you have connected to amen a different stream that stream that they were tracing amen amen no longer has a flow into your life why because when you came to christ and you came into his true image for your life you enter into hallelujah his eternal prophetic program but for those who have not understood, who have, who have not come to this reality, listen to this. You will trace the pride, the pride in their life, the wickedness in them, the ungodliness, amen, the star racist spirit in them. You can trace it to their forefather, to their genealogy. Yes, it's something that has been traveling. All right? That spirit of enslavement is there. You trace it in them. That's why when you're praying, you have, to, you have to understand that there is nothing of the flesh of this world that, that, that interfaces with your life. But like I said, I, I, I don't really want to go into this fully. I, I'm just giving you 
you know, some tips. Because we, we are coming into the culminations of the age. So we, we are not ignorant. Alright? The Bible says these guys were baptized unto Moses in the sea. They all ate the same spiritual food. That speaks into something. They all ate the same spiritual food. And drank the same spiritual drink. So there's a, there's a drink <laughs> that we drink that is called a spiritual drink. There is a food that we eat that is called a spiritual food. Excuse me. What does food and drink amen, do to the human body? <laughs> it allows it to grow. Yes. You grow. You grow. That you may grow thereby. You grow in the nature of God. You grow in the ways of God. And if you are drinking or you are eating from a genealogy, amen, that has not been purified from the footing of redemption and salvation, amen, but that thing has a partial sight of the things of God, what you are going to inherit, amen, is partial sight, amen, because the cloud that you are under defines how you see, how you, how you understand things, how you interact with life, amen, how you relate, amen, how you, how, how you, how you, how you see yourself. So yesterday the Lord was speaking to me about this. How you see yourself defines how you see your world. How you see your world defines how you see other people. That's why certain people, whatever comes out of their mouth is always negative. Because that's how they see themselves. When you see amen, negativity, when your life is, 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 is all about being negative, you, you never believe in yourself, you never believe amen, that you have the ability, you, you're, you're never happy with yourself, you're not joyful, amen. that is your worldview. <laughs> that's your worldview so when you see people you know very negative and angry and you know and bitter and very suspicious that is their world that they are revealing in view you see if you have this understanding it changes your life forever the negative things you are projecting is who you are if you if you if you have joy guess what even if people are expressing hatred to you, it's joy that will be flowing out. <laughs> People's reaction cannot bring out, should not bring out, you know, the bad side. In fact, you shouldn't have a bad side. <laughs> All right? People's, you know, uh, uh, belief should not define, you know, your productivity. Uh, come on, friends. People's belief should not define your productivity. Are you getting this? They, they all eat the same spiritual food and drink. The same spiritual drink for the for the for 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 they drank from the spiritual rock. They drank. There was a rock that they were drinking from, amen. That accompanied them. How does a rock accompany the people? <laughs> I mean, I just love the scripture. The Bible says they all drank from the same rock, accompanying that rock. It speaks of stability. A rock that they can be building on. <laughs> So when we say the church is a rock, the church is not stationary. Upon this rock, I will build. It's not stationary. <laughs> this is, a, this is a, a moving house. A moving order. A moving structure. A mobile house. A mobile administration. The rock speaks, amen, of the character, the behavioral pattern of their existence is stable. That's what, it's, that's what it means. It ought to be stable. All right? Not today you believe, tomorrow you don't believe. Not today you make up your mind, tomorrow you change your mind. Not today, oh, I no, no, tomorrow, no, no. Th then you don't have the rock. The rock is that which is, amen, which is consistent. That's where that word faithfulness, amen, stewardship comes from. The economy of God, hallelujah, is the rock, is stable. 
Nothing can change, amen, the productivity of such a life. This is not an economy that is volatile. If something happens in one place, it, have, it impacts, amen, the state of the finance in another place. <laughs> that is the economy of the world. No, in this economy, everything is stable, yet moving. It's stable, but it's not stationary. It's balanced. It has, it, it has base. It, it has volume. It's a rock. It's solid. You can't change it. You can't, you can't shift it. Amen. You, 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 you can't make it do something else. It's stable. It's a rock. They drank from the spiritual rock that accompanied them. And that rock was Christ. So, so, so what are you saying? I said we're tracking something. We want to understand how to connect to the spirit of the age. What is the spirit of the age? Amen. The things that God began to do. The program of God that he began in the garden. That program has not changed. The only thing that changed, amen, is the vessel. <laughs> the old man, that the, the old, the, the first Adam that they began to use, that they began to, you know, interact with, amen, dropped the ball. He missed it. God didn't shift his program. God didn't change his program. All he did, amen, was to bring a, a different Adam, amen. He called this Adam the new man. The new man must understand how to walk, how to carry on, amen, God's prophetic program. God's intention for the earth has not changed. The earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God. And this is our calling, amen, to live a life being full of the light of Christ so that we can beam that light wherever we go. You are an expression of God's light to your, to your company, to your community, to your workplace, amen, to your environment. When you wake up in the morning, you should proclaim and declare, I am the light of the world. Christ in me, the hope of glory. This day, I reveal glory to my domain. No darkness. No darkness. No darkness in my home, no darkness in my workplace, no darkness in the life of my family, my children, my husband, my wife. You proclaim the love of God. You decree, you speak things that are positive. You shape your world, you shape your world, and you deliver your world, amen, from the spirits of darkness. You proclaim it. Christ is that rock. Nevertheless, God was not pleased with them. God was not pleased with most of them. Their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. They were judged. We want to understand that word nevertheless. Why would a rock be following them? Why would they be drinking amen, from a spiritual you know, uh, 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 rock? Amen? Why would they be eating from amen, a spiritual food? And their life did not change. And they, they were not transformed. What happened to them? Why did the scripture says, nevertheless, God was not pleased. What did they do that displeased God? Come on. We have to track that if we must come into fullness. To come into fullness is to understand the mistakes of the past and to correct it. All right? It's not to close your eyes blindly and fall into the same mistake. No, no, no. We don't want to do that. So whatever it is, amen, that quench, that, that, that blue, amen, that, 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 that stop, amen, from migrating and coming into the full realities of God. We want to know those things as we have learned so much, amen, of Noah. Noah woke up from his, from his drink. He planted vineyard, amen. He drank from the vine. Hallelujah. Bible says he got drunk. 
How does a man get drunk? A man that is so sighted, a man that he used a man hundred and 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 hundred plus of his life to build a system in the earth that became an enviable, you know, system that became something that redeemed a man his, his, his family. How does a man who has such an understanding, such a, an, an an insight of the ways of God, such a man who understands the intricacies of the spirit that he know earlier that he needed to send, you know, a, 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 a dove out? He needed to send, you know, you know, uh, uh, what they call the other bread. Now he he understood all of these things. He he could he could, he could pick the signals of the spirit. He understand the times and the season. He understand when to open the ark. He understand when to step down. This is a man that was hearing the voice of God in the midst of all that. Hallelujah! He came to a day. The Bible says he planted a vine. The first thing he did, in fact, the second thing, the first thing he did was to build an altar for God. Hallelujah! This guy is still expressing, you know, sense of spirituality you can still see you know god moving he, i mean he understood that the first thing you must do when a new day hallelujah is is is, is breaking is that you've got to offer to god hallelujah, a sacrifice he was a man of prayer but in the midst of all this he was a man who understand the, the seasons of god the power of god the move of god in the midst of this 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 is scary friends i don't know about you but this scares me this scares me in the midst of all this thing this man hallelujah Allowed the soul, allowed his soul to hijack his victory. Now, if that doesn't scare you, then you don't understand what we're talking about. Because this scares me. What am I saying? I'm trying to help us to understand the trickiness, the, the subtlety of the soul, the power of the soul. If you don't kill certain things in your life, the devil will use those things to kill you. Noah was a man of the soil. He planted vineyard, harvested the vine. He drank from the wine. He got drunk. He got drunk to the point that he slept, he slept naked. What was he doing? I mean, how do you get drunk to the point that you become, you, you get naked? <laughs> Are you, that, that, that's something we have to understand. You see, when, when, when we allow, when we allow, like I said yesterday, when, was that, when we allow our victory, when we allow amen, our victory, when we allow our victory, when we allow our victory amen, to override us, when we allow our sense of arrival, this is where you should be scared. This is where you should be cautious. You should be careful. You know, a sense of fulfillment, a sense of arrival, a sense of achievement is as dangerous, amen, as failure. Is as dangerous as failure. You see, a man who is failed has no, has no sense of, you know, purpose. You know, just live his life. Don't care. That thing is as dangerous as a man who thinks I have arrived. It is the dangerous thing to have a sense of achievement. Never develop a sense of yes, yes, yes. That is the spirit that you see in, stadi in, stadia, in stadiums. Our team beat them. The Kaiser chief beat the, the pirates. And you see people go, they go crazy. I, I, I used to ask myself, 
what is what what is behind this thing this thing that you know the way people love games I, listen i love games i love game i, I mean I, in fact i used to when i was young i used to i used to play football i, I mean so don't say this guy you know is just a killjoy this guy doesn't no no i love games i love games but i also want to understand the things that causes hefty men powerful men you you see you see chief executives when you see them in the stadium you see people that you you, you wonder what there must be a spirit pushing these people all right to 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 carry out this kind of display i mean people just playing football you know it, it's it's just a it's, it's just a round thing people are playing no 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 it's not the football it's not the game it's it's that sense of conquering we conquer them it's, it's that spirit of Nimrod. Oh, la Babushan. Isaiah, don't say it. <laughs> don't say it. It's that spirit of, we, we conquer them. We Have you seen how sometimes they it go physical? They fight. If, if one team lose, and they, 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 they kill themselves. But because it's it's that thing that gives you a sense of arrival, a sense of victory, even though that victory, amen, may just last for a few seconds, few minutes. Even though, I mean, these guys get Played hugely. This guy's playing the thing. Yeah, these guys are millionaire. But you go to the stadium. You, you don't get paid for nothing. In fact, you pay to enter. Yet, <laughs> you understand? You can you can die. You can die for your team. I mean, you, you ask yourself something. There must be something more to this thing. I mean, it's like rugby in South Africa. You don't want to mess with. <laughs> I mean, you ask us, yeah, it's a spirit. Because when people cannot connect, when we can find a sense of fulfillment in God, the soul gives us an alternative. And the alternative, amen, of the soul is something you can conquer. Something you can conquer. That is the power behind the fallen human nature. It's pride. Something you can conquer. Something you overcome. That's why in the things of God, amen, how we define winning must never be, amen, against them. It's not us against them. It's not them against us, amen. There is only one team, the team of God, amen, fighting the team of the powers of darkness. I don't have a sense of achievement in life. No, no, I don't. I don't think there's anything since I came to know the Lord that in fact, I'm afraid when I do something and I finish something, I'm afraid of myself because there's a tendency that you want to relax. And please don't get me wrong. I like to relax. I love to relax. I, you need to see me. I watch movies. Yes. I play games with my children. Sometimes I play with myself. <laughs> you know, I've got an, I've got an, uh, uh, you know, a laptop that is a gaming laptop. You know, it's called Alienware. One of the best. The Lord opened the door for me. I just got this. Somebody just came and said, oh, "Man of God, uh, I got this. You just pay small price." I mean, this this laptop that I'm using, you know, the 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 new one costs about forty five thousand. <laughs> this is a this is a laptop for you know for gamers. Although this thing needs to be upgraded, of course, that's why they sold it cheap. Because <laughs> there's things, things that I listen. So, so don't. I, I love, I love game, but I understand. I understand because sometimes when I'm playing that game, you, you, you know, you just watch the, you just watch that soul try to say, okay, take it further, take it. I say, you so keep quiet. And I tell my son, there's time for everything, you know. 
You can play game, but no game in the morning in my house. They know that. My children know that you don't play game in the morning. Morning you read. My son knows that. I've told them. You take, you play game. They know that that device is going to be taken. They know it. You see, if we don't understand the operations of the soul, we will surrender ourselves to self-defeat. I mean, I've seen pastors go crazy with, you know, their team members. Ah, we are Kaiser chief. I, I, I'm like, you're a man of God. <laughs> the, the way the excitement, you know, causes him to step into the, into the soul, into the flesh, without him even knowing it. If we, are, you see, I can share this with us because we want to be a people that want to make it to the end. The power to finish is what we're dealing with. To finish, you have to understand, amen, the spirit of the age. To finish, you have to understand what is making men earlier to bet, to, you know, to spend their salary betting on the game. It's not about the money. It's about conquering. All right. It's, the, it's that Nimrod spirit. All right. It's, it's that spirit of the Namphilims is to conquer, is to, is to overcome, is to, is to overpower others. That's the same spirit that is at work in this nation. That is why men right, think that if they punch their wife, they conquer them. You see, so all of us, you know, we, we want to, you know, promote, you know, gender, you know, equality and all of this. We've got to deal with that spirit first. It is that spirit. That's say you must, you must obey. You must, you must surrender to me. If you don't surrender, I will compel you. It's the same spirit. It's the same spirit that makes a man to rape a baby, to rape, you know, toddler, to rape, you know, children. Is that, is that spirit? Because somebody will ask you, what in the world? What is, why, what, what pleasure are you going to get? You as a grown man, you want to rape a man, a, a child that is, that is still developing. The private part has not even developed. You, why, why would you want to do such a thing? It's a spirit. And until we understand that. That's why I keep saying, South Africa, we want to talk about freedom, but we don't want to talk about the truth. If you want the truth, then you have to expose these things out. It's a spirit. It's a Nimrod spirit. It's a spirit amen, of the building of the tower. It's a towering spirit. You want to lord it over them. That's a spirit in Egypt. You conquer them. You enslave them. But you've got to understand why that spirit is at work. Because they do not have God in their life. Because if you have God in your life, when you look at a child, something in you will, will seek to protect the child. You want to cover that child. Not take advantage. Anytime, anytime you see people trying to take advantage of, of other people, all right? Particularly, even if you know they are they are they are of the same age, just know that there is a spirit at work in them, a spirit that has destroyed their self-image. Those are the things that we need to deal with. If you want to talk about a you know, debate regarding a the issue of you know a, a molesting and abusing women and children in this nation, only the church that is cited can engage that spirit. Yes, because there are other things that are being done right now that is foiling that spirit, that is empowering that spirit. Have you noticed during the coronavirus, that spirit went cool, went down. Suddenly, they went to level three. <laughs> the spirit said, thank you, I've been waiting. 
This we're still in level three. Things have not gone back to normal. Yet we've seen worse things happen. That's to tell you what we're dealing with. It's not that the, the, the man walking out there just wake up one morning and say, I hate women. I want to kill them. I want to destroy them. No, there is a spirit. The Bible talks about this, that spirit that is at work in the sons of disobedience. There is a spirit that is at work. There is a spirit that is controlling. There is a spirit that is ruling. There is, the Bible talks about the prince of the powers of air. That spirit is working. That spirit says, go, conquer them, break them. Break the women, break the children. Why? Because that spirit, amen, is after the next generation. Because when you destroy the women and you destroy the children, amen, you do not have the next generation to deposit the seed of God into. So we need to understand what we're dealing with. So if we're going to advance and carry forth the intentions of God, amen, to the place of his divine, amen, program, we have to understand the spirit of the age. Bible says, upon us, the culminations of the age has come upon, the ages have come upon. The responsibility is to have prophetic sight, to have clarity, to have understanding, amen, of what happened during the ages and how to connect, hallelujah, to defeat the spirit. The people that lived in those ages, how did they deal with them? And what was their demise? How did they fall? Because if you don't understand how they fell, we will not understand how to conquer them in our day. So, so in our day, when we come into certain victory, we come into certain blessing, we come into what you will call, amen, you plant a vineyard, you reap and harvest, amen, that as we drink our wine, let us not be what? Drunk. Yes, that's the key. We don't want to be drunk. Bible said, do all things in modesty. Have you read that before in the scripture? Do all things in modesty. Don't be overpowered, amen, by things. The Lord wants us to be to have money, but money must not overpower us. The Lord wants us to be influenced, amen. To be influential. Uh, our influence should not overpower us. Because when you're influenced over power, it means that you have left the Lord. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my shield. Not the money. You know, amen, amen. Come on. God wants us to have people in our life. But not for us to be depending on people and say, well, so what will this person say? No, it's whatever this person says, that will be my father. No, 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 no. It's what he says. You, are you getting the point that I'm making? The Lord wants us to have nice homes, amen. But the home should not be what, what becomes our, our definition, amen, of who we are. So when people want to define me, uh, my, my house becomes the, the, the reference, you see, that guy with the mansion. When, the moment that your house becomes the definition, amen, of the reference of who you are, you are, you, you are failed. You are failed because the devil is coming for you. He sees something. The, the prince of this world comes. He finds nothing of himself in me. When he comes, he tracks you. He's finding pride. He's finding, you know, loftiness. He's finding hatred. He's finding, you know, insecurity. All of this thing, he's finding, he says, ah, this one... Even though you're still saying, Satan, you know, you have no place. Satan will say, boys, position yourself at the gate. They say, sin lieth at your door. <laughs> sin lieth at your door, Cain. Don't, don't, open, don't open the door. <laughs> How did Cain open the door? He allowed his thought to over, overpower him. And he lured his brother. Into the field via hatred and anger and jealousy. 
and he murdered. Have you seen how one sin leads to another? That's why pride is the opening door of every... The Bible says, they say, they say where there is pride, all manner of sin is present. Where there is pride, all manner of sin is present. Just checking how we're doing with time. I know some of you are maybe on your way to work, or you're going to work. But this is just basically to encourage us this morning. This is something for us to meditate upon. This is, this is a message you will need to hear again. You need to hear them, you know, as you're walking, just get your earphone and just listen. Yes, you've got to do that. You understand? I, I, don't, I don't want, all right, to, to, to distract you from your work. There's a, there's a scripture I wanted to share with us just as I begin to round up. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I know that I didn't finish 1 Corinthians, so let me just quickly jump to 1 Corinthians you know, uh, 10, 6. Says, now, these things occur to them. This thing happened to them as examples to keep us from setting our heart on evil things as they did. So now you understand why, why, why these people drank amen, from the rock. They ate amen, from, you know, from the, the same spiritual food. Amen. They were baptized unto Moses. Amen. They had all of this revelation, resource of God amen, in their life. They had all of this yet the scripture said amen they were not changing why because because evil was in their heart sin is not of the outside sin is of the inside sin is not listen to this sin is not what you commit sin is what you become sin is what you allow first of all to permeate your soul to permeate your mind to take over your thought when you allow sin amen to take over your thoughts all right it becomes part of your system. The act, I always tell people, don't always focus on the act of sin. No, somebody committed adultery. Excuse me. The adultery is not the problem. Alright? Somebody stole money. No, stealing is not the problem. You see? If you're dealing with ad adultery and you're dealing with, you know, stealing and you're dealing with, or somebody hit me, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> listen to this. Those are just fruits. You have to look at what led the person to the point that, you know, every sin begins from a meditation. Just like every success begins from a meditation. You never become anything that you have not set your mind on. You never carry out anything that you have not thought of. That's why the concept amen, of your thoughts, your thought life matters. The Bible says sin was found in their heart. Now these things happen to them as an example for us so that we don't set our heart you set your heart on evil thing. If we are going to enter the day of the Lord, it has to be via, amen, the, 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 the salvation of our soul and the faculties that defines the operations of how we think, how we reason, amen, how we see, how we engage life. That's why the challenge of this, of this 21st century is a challenge of perception. It's a wrong perception that people have. A wrong perception, amen, is as, as a result of, amen, a, a decision. You come to a decision regarding certain things. You, 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 you formulate, you know, you know a belief system if there's any war we need to fight today is the war within our mind i refuse i refuse to think that i refuse to accept that you see when i'm when i'm done most time when i'm done you know preaching particularly when i'm done with my work in the you know before i go to bed in the night in my office here i like to thank god for the day and just say thank you for all that you have done granting me grace and, and wisdom knowledge to be able to do what i need to do and i go to bed you know but when I don't do that, you see, there's a tendency that 
you feel like yes you you have achieved something particularly in the morning when i sometimes when i'm trying to get ready and i looked at the time like oh lord i need to dash then that thing says to me isaiah it's not by might it's not by power you're not going to entertain people you're going to speak the mind of god so if they need to wait for the next five ten minutes then let them wait but you need to first of all ask him let him lead you you see it's easy for us to be conquered by success to be conquered by a sense of achievement to be conquered by our own victory <laughs> what defeated david it was his victory ah, i need to round up this morning now these things happen to them all right as an example now these things occur as an example to keep us from to keep us from sending our heart amen on this on the things that they set their heart on which of course is evil it says do not be adulterous idolatry do not be adulterous that's the key word the spirit of the age is the spirit of idolatry the spirit of worshiping something <laughs> worshiping you wash if you're not worshiping the time have you noticed how babylon has captured our time babylon has captured our time the moment they say we're going to rise up to go worship god <laughs> excuse me egypt and pharaoh say give them amen more work to do the the fact that they they're even thinking of going to worship god yonder somewhere it means that they don't have enough enough job occupy them occupy them that's why friends you need to begin to plan your exit from working for babylon if you can't but for those that heaven has planted in Babylon, all right. And when I mean plan your exit, I'm not saying you, you're gonna leave Babylon. I'm saying, all right, you can have your own business in Babylon. But you're not working for Pharaoh. You're working, amen, in Egypt, in Babylon, engaging. You're doing business like the scripture says. But if you're working in a place where somebody defines your time, <laughs> you have little time to, you know, to do the things that you need to do. There are some of us that heaven has called us. I know this is not this doesn't apply to everybody. There are some that God has called them. All right, God has called them. All right, to 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 resource those who are engaging in Babylon. And there are those that God planted them within the system of Babylon. The Daniels of this world, yes, the Josephs of this world. We've got to know them. You've got to know the kind of nature and structure of how God will have us interact within the within this within the spirit of the age. We've got to understand that. All right. Somebody like me, I can't work for anybody. No, 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 no. In fact, they will fire me tomorrow. The next day, they will fire me. <laughs> because the next minute, I'm, I'm somewhere going to pray. <laughs> and they will say, but you are using the time you're supposed to be working to be praying. And of course, which is illegal. That's not, that's not acceptable. And in fact, I used to tell my people when I was a pastor, I said, don't use the time you're supposed to be working to be praying. Because that's not the, that's not the right time. You know, they pay you for that time so you've got to use the time so you see what i'm talking about so you've got to understand how god will have you interact how god will you know position you so that you you, you can fully carry out the intentions of god now let me round up so don't be like don't be don't be don't be adulterous as some of them were as it is written the people sat down to eat and to drink and got up to indulge in reverie all right let me stop there. Remember, what I, what I wanted to highlight this morning is dealing with a pride, a pride of achievement, a pride of arrival, a pride of, you know, yes, uh, see, what, see what our hands have done. It's, it's a killer. It's a killer. So you're coming into breakthrough, blessings, favor, but you, you, your life is being regulated, hallelujah, you know, by the Spirit of God. You're not waking up, finding yourself naked and drunk 
only for you to start cussing things and cussing people around you. You don't want to do that. That's a mistake we don't want to make. If we, if we, if we find ourselves drunk and you wake up, all right, it's not the time to be looking for you know, who went to tell God. No, 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 no. That's the time to face the Lord. I, I would assume that is what you know, Noah should have done. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. I allowed my mistake. No. He got up. Bible says he woke up from his from you know from his from his from his from his from his drink. And they told him what his, his younger son did. And he cursed the boy. No. We want to redeem the nations. We want to begin to speak life, not curse. And I hope you understand when I say curse, that means so many things. The state of his heart, allow him to react. No. When, whenever we find ourselves, amen, in something that is not, you know, right, let's not look for, a, you know, scapegoat. Let's not be looking for, no, it's that person that cost me. No, it's, it's because of my, the way my father is, you know, it's my mother. No, it's, it's, the, it's the environment. Stop blaming people. Blame yourself. Deal with the Lord. Amen. Lord. David said, it, I am the one. And that's why I like David. And I think that's why, you know, they use David as a powerful model for us. David turned the sword on himself. He wasn't looking for scapegoats. We have to learn that. All right? We have to learn to manage our mistake, amen, via the spirit of redemption and not blame people and not, because when you, you curse the sword, the next generation, amen, has been compromised because his word is power. Now, let me read, and as I round up this morning, James chapter 4, verse 6 says, the Lord gives grace, amen, he said, but grace is given. Uh, let, 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 yeah, okay, let, let's see. Uh, okay, let me take it from verse 5. Verse 5 says, James chapter 4, verse 5 says, Do you think that the scripture speaks in vain, that the spirit that dwelleth in us lost to envy? The spirit that dwells in us, okay, lost to envy. That spirit, that ungodly, you know, fallen human nature, amen, is always lusting after, amen, envy. Now, it says, verse 6 says, it says, but but God gives grace. But God gives grace. Wherefore, he said, God resists the proud. Amen. But gives grace to the humble. God resists the proud. Whenever there's an iota of pride in our life, we get to be resisted by God. Now, if God is resisting you, like somebody said, I mean, who can promote you? Who can, who can promote you when God, is when God is the one stopping you? I mean, is this something we hear in the church today? That God can resist people? No. Who hears this kind of a gospel? <laughs> that God resisting God is resisting you? No. That that that's that's an estranged gospel today. We don't hear such a thing that God can actually resist us from getting blessing, from get, from prospering. Why? Because there is something in our heart, in our life, in our heart, in our environment, in our nation. A nation can operate in pride, just like a city. Hallelujah. One of the most proud city in the world, amen, is Cape Town. And that's why certain things are, are happening. Amen. Just like you look at the, you know, the city of New York. Amen. There are certain cities that reflect the character of certain individuals, certain calibers. We have to have sight. We have to know the spirit that is at work in our city, in our environment. We have to understand that because that's how we engage. Listen, our spirit works in individuals and family. So does a spirit work amen, in cities and nations. God resists the proud, but he gives grace to those who humble themselves. Have you noticed you will never find a place in the scripture where God, amen, where God humbles us. No, God resists 
God humiliates. Amen. If we want humility, we have to humble yourself. He said, humble yourself. Amen. That's the, that's the call. That's the responsibility of you and I. I have to daily do things that keeps me humble. You know, I don't wake up one morning and think, oh, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the apostle. I'm the prophet. No, I, I can't do this. No, no. In my house, I clean, I wash, I do, I do dishes. Amen. I wash, you know, the clothes, you know, I do laundry, I cook, you know, I do everything that a normal human being should do. You do things, all right, that, that will keep you humble. You know, I, I dig the ground. You know, I, the only thing I don't like is when my wife says, come, you know, help me to plant this. Then oh, I just don't like the issue of digging. I hope she's not hearing me. <laughs> That's the only thing I don't like doing. You know, but I, I mean, I chop the wood. I, I do everything. Anything, I do all the minor jobs because that's how God trained me. I can survive anywhere. I don't have special, you know, and people, you know, men of God have taken that for granted. So when they invite me, they say, so where? I say, just put me anywhere that, I mean, as long as I can lay down. So they just put me somewhere else. Never again will I go to somebody else and you put me in one room. And you say, you know, no, 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 I won't do that. I won't, I'm, I'm not going to come. If you're inviting me, I'm not going to come. You have to put me in a nice place. Because you see, when people, when you open your heart and say, okay, you're free, you're, you're simple, they take advantage of your simplicity. No, I know who I am and I know amen, what the Spirit of the Lord amen, has invested in my life. Now, But certain men of God comes to them and they give them five-star five, five star treatment. But when Isaiah you know, says, oh, no, just put him somewhere, you know, just put him, <laughs> don't worry, it's Isaiah. No, no, no. The fact that I am doing things to keep myself humble does not mean all right, that I take anything. No, 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 no. And that's something we've got to understand and learn about our life. If people are showing us, amen, honor and respect, amen, let's not take advantage of that. Let's accord them the honor that is due. And this is not something that is just, you know, to Isaiah. This is something that should be a principle. When somebody honor you, you must honor them. When somebody earlier show you, you know, respect, you must double respect them. When somebody shows you dignity, you must double give them dignity. Never take advantage. Amen. That's some, you know, somebody is trying to work his salvation. Bible says, walk out your salvation with fear and trembling. I'm working out my salvation. And you're taking advantage of my working out of my salvation as fear, as weakness. Ah, I will judge you. I will tell you straight to your face. And I've done that to many. <laughs> Say sorry. A place people came, they gave me a, an offering. I looked at the offering. I, somebody came to my house some time ago. You know, all the way from Cape Town, drove down to my place. I counseled this person for hours. And when the, this person finished, I know, they put some money in there. I'm not going to mention the amount. And I looked at this amount and I said, Lord, what am I supposed to do with this? Of course, I'm in need of money. But I know that this is not my worth. And I know the person can give me more than that. So I took the money back. I put it in the envelope. I said, thank you so very much. I bless you back. You and your daughter, I bless you back with this money. You can go. I don't need it. You have to know your, your worth and your value. And you must let people know what you worth and what you value. You see, I, I guess this person must have thought, oh, I can just give this man anything. No, 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 no. I'm not in need of your money. Freely have I receive, freely give. You want to bless me, you bless me well. But this is not what the Lord, and I know this is not what the Lord put in your heart to give to me. You see, you, we, we track things by the Spirit. And I guess the, per, the person got the message immediately. No, 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 man of God. No, I said, no, no, you have it. I bless you back with it. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. It's a thing that we have to do regularly. Submit yourself to God, therefore. Resist the devil. Hallelujah. And he will flee from you. Listen to this. Meaning that the devil is already around. The devil is there looking, looking at you. Let's watch. You see, as you're going out this morning, wherever you are this morning, there's a spirit, there's a devil out there waiting, watching you. It's going to make a mistake. All right? the, the devil is always looking for an opportunity. But you see, when you live your life in submission to God, thank you, Father, this morning, I submit myself. Wherever you are, in your workplace, Lord, I submit myself to under your leadership and governance. That pushed the devil back. The moment you begin to pray that prayer, the devil is afraid. He said, this one, no, we, can't, we have failed. Let's go to someone else. Submit yourself to God. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Then resist. Don't resist if you have not submitted. No. Authority works, amen, from the position of submission. That's the principle of authority. In fact, that reminds me. I've got a material I've been working for years on spiritual authority that I just put it somewhere. I think I need to work on that material again. Submit to God. When you have not submitted to God, you have no voice and they will not give you, amen, the authority to resist the devil. You'll be praying, but your prayer will not pass this place. Because authority works, amen, via the administration of submission. Every authority is subject to another authority. Submit to God. Not to yourself. Not to someone else. Not to anything. When you're submitting to people, submit to God in them. If you're submitting to Isaiah, don't just submit to Isaiah. You have to submit to the spirit of God in Isaiah. Amen. That is the spirit that allows you to tap into the things that you, you know, you, 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 you're seeking for. You are believing God for in Isaiah. But if you think, oh, I'm just submitting to Isaiah. Please don't make that mistake. Don't submit. Just submit to me. You've got to submit to the grace. You've got to submit, amen, to the life. You've got to submit to, to the office. You've got to submit to the government of God that I am submitted to. Yes, because that's the order. You see, when, when the scripture says husband, amen, you know, a wife, you know, submit to your husband, they say submit to the to the grace of God in his life. Submit to that thing in him. You see, you see, you see how can I submit to this man? To this man? Me? Submit to this, this man? This foolish man? I can never submit to this kind of a man. Ah, you'll be struggling all your life. You will never have joy and peace in that home. Because listen to this. There is a wisdom in the, in the speakings of God. The fact that you don't understand the wisdom does not mean that you know, the wisdom is foolish. No, the wisdom of God is not foolish. It is the wisdom of this world that is foolish. When God said, you know, wife, submit yourself. Did you notice that that is the first word that came? Did it, the, 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 I mean, excuse me. Do you notice that that is a first It's a wife, submit yourself. The husband, love. Yeah. If we, if we understand the order and the principle, I tell you, our life will be transformed. That's why I keep saying marriage is not for those who are not redeemed. Uh, the world will continue to fight themselves. They, they will fight themselves, give themselves blue eyes. Tomorrow you will see them. They will be looking like everything is well. No, it's not well because you cannot run a successful marriage without the presence of God. Never. You cannot. Marriage was never designed for fallen humans. Marriage was never designed for fallen humans because marriage is a picture, is a, is, a, is a typology of Christ and his church. So if you want to understand marriage, you understand the church. 
<laughs> we're not starting marriage seminar. I'm trying to round up. You see, somebody's drawing something from me. Somebody watching this morning is drawing something because I keep saying I need to round up, but I keep, <laughs> but I need to round up. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. That's the order. That's the order. Now listen to the next order. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. That's another order. It's a law. Draw near to God and he will draw. If you're not drawing near, if your heart is not seeking and pulsating and yearning and pursuing God, you see, it's something you have to daily develop. It doesn't come naturally. No. Seeking God doesn't come naturally. Let me repeat it. Seeking God does not come naturally. Seeking the things of God, seeking the kingdom of God first does not come naturally. No. Your soul will kick in and resist. You know, you submitted to yesterday. Why should you submit today? <laughs> After all, you submitted yesterday. Why should you be submitting today? No, let yesterday's submission carry over. You know, you have to daily. You have to daily. If you want to be a true spiritual, a true spiritual, you know, a, a vessel, you have to daily submit yourself to God. You have to daily yield yourself to God. You have to daily amen, yield your faculties to God. You have to. It's something you have to do consciously. Working with God is a conscious effort. Working with God and the things of God is a conscious. You have to consciously engage your soul, engage your mind, engage your thought. Amen. You have to. It's the same way you love people. All right? Woke up this morning. I was in the toilet. And I was saying, Lord, I thank you. I love my wife. I thank you, Lord, that I appreciate her. She's the best thing in my life. All right? You have to daily say it. If you don't, if you don't need to say it to her, say it to yourself. Say it to your own earrings. What that does is it increases your love and passion for the person. The same thing. It's the same principle. It's the same power of affirmation. All right? You have to, as I daily say, I love my children. You know, you have to say it. When I'm praying for people, amen, I'm praying with that understanding. I don't just, oh, I need to pray. No, 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 no. When I pray for you, I pray, amen, to affirm something in your life, amen, and to affirm something about your life to my life. All right? You only, you only, listen to this, you only pick spiritual signal. Of the people that are within your radar. So if somebody is outside my spiritual radar. And that person is supposed to be under my spiritual care. You know what I do? <laughs> I start praying for that person. Because praying for that person brings that person nearer to my spiritual radar. Alright. There are certain people today that are no longer my spiritual radar. And I allow them to go. Not like I've got anything against them. More. I, I just feel it's time. You release certain people in the spirit before you even release them physically. So if I know that there's somebody that is not under, you know, my, my spiritual radar, it's important. You see, that's how you can easily pick prophetic word for people. That's how you can e easily understand what is going on in the life of your spiritual, you know, children. That's, that's important, particularly for pastors. You've you got to pray for those under your spiritual, you know, authority and leadership, amen, is to, is to connect to their spirit, to connect to their space, to know what is happening to them. Every one of us that are connected to me, I know what is happening in your life spiritually, all right? I might not say nothing. Of course, by now you know me. I won't say nothing. Because I didn't need to say something to try to impress you. But I know that I'm, I'm there with you. You understand? As you go, I'm there with you. Wherever you go, I'm there with you. Because I'm praying for you. I'm not just praying for you. You know, from that idea where somebody is praying for me. No, no, no. I'm tracking you in the spirit. I put a track on 
all of the people connected to us. So that if anything wants to go wrong, immediately there's a signal in my spirit. I take authority. I don't even need to tell you. That is what is called amen, spiritual fathering. That is, that is fathering people. It's not going around and saying, this is, my, this is my son, that's my daughter. No, I, I don't call nobody son or daughter. I've got a lot of them. But they know them. They know themselves. And I know my place in their life. Because I function from that order of a, of a priesthood. I need to round up. Lord, I thank you this morning. I give you glory. I need to release these people to do what they need to do this morning. But we so honor you. So much you want to say to us. And we are so desperate to hear. And we're not just itching to hear because we want to hear. It's because we want to change. Change begins from what we hear. You said, be careful of what you hear. For with the measure you hear, yes, is with the measure it will be required of you. So we thank you, Lord, this morning. We bless your name for this truth, for this grace, for this wisdom, knowledge. Lord, you know, I'm not the best of the best of orator, but I've allowed myself to speak to the degree that you have allowed me. In my frailty of language and words and weakness, I have communicated your heart and your mind. Your word is spirit. That is what matters. You say we speak spiritual things among them that are much mature. Yes, spirit speaks to spirit. I pray that the deposit of this spiritual word into the soul, spirit, mind, and thoughts of my brethren. The Lord, our life will become indeed a reflection, a conduit of life. Use us for your glory. Bring us, O oh Father, to the place of liberation. So much you've said to us. Concepts of the spirit of the age. How we can link our spirit to the eternal prophetic program that is being fulfilled today. And how we can connect with those who have gone ahead of us. Tracking, Lord God, the life of the ancestors, the fathers who have gone before us. How we can connect ourselves and learn from them, oh God, as we pick of your life and nature, Christ in them. We thank you. We thank you, Lord, for the spirit of Enoch. We bless you, oh God. We glorify your name. Thank you for your word that will always lead us to light. We will never be the same again. We bless you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, thank you so much everyone that has joined us this morning that has been part of this program that has been part of this time may the lord continue to empower you and grace you may he give you all that amen you require to grow and develop and become all that is required for his purpose for your life in this brand new day i pray that the spirit of god will continue to bless you that his wisdom will continue to grow and increase in you i pray his favor upon your life today that you will hear good news and if there's anything that is contrary to good news capacity to manage them will come your way you will not be afraid for he's not giving to you the spirit of fear but of love of power and soundness of mind. Receive soundness of mind. Be at peace with God. Be at peace with yourself. Be at peace with your environment. May you continue to walk in knowledge. The knowledge of the Holy One may guide you. May you be fruitful 
May you discern the time. May you walk in honor and may you be honored. This is my prayer for you this morning. Thank you everyone this morning. God bless you. Thank you, Brother Derek. Thank you, uh, my brother Bukiso. I hope I pronounced that name well. I'm not seeing your, your name. I'm only seeing your face. And uh, Sister Tina, uh, Sister Myrtle, all right? Sister Kumisa, uh, I, I, I see the connection of the of the myrtle tree yesterday, uh, and uh, the myrtle leaves and the, the you know the flowers. Uh, that's a good one. All right, <laughs> I, I restrain myself from commenting, but I think that's a good one. Thank you guys. Really appreciate your connection this morning. Enjoy your day. Be fruitful and prosper. God bless you. Bye bye. See you later. Hopefully. <laughs>